Hey, everybody, it's John, and thanks to everybody who helps us out every week by going to patreon.com slash steal this beer and throwing a couple of bucks our way so that we can mail beers to our guests and have some fun conversations resulting from that. So uh, if you're not already, go check it out. It's patreon.com slash steal this beer. Uh, as Cass says, a little bit goes a long way, and we appreciate the support. Now, here come the sirens. Steal This Beer, a candid weekly discussion about beer, over beer, by a couple of guys that think about beer way too much. All right, hey y'all, it's five o'clock on Monday and we are stealing beer. I am Augie Carton. Hey, I'm John Hall. Um, I want to get this moving as fast as possible because curling is on and oh. <laughs> Lithuania is about to take on Thailand and <sighs> it's a crucial match in the regional semifinals and I'm really excited by it. I, I'm, I'm, I, I'm a curling lover. Are, I are love you? Cur- uh, curling I, I, is I actually... the main reason to watch the USA Network for the first time since the Cartoon Express went off the air. You guys are making fun of curling. I lived in Ottawa for two years. Curling was the thing on TV. I have to tell you. <laughs> I, I will say, and and that familiar voice to a lot of our high listeners. I'll, I'll, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, I'm being, I really I'm wanted being, to do this introduction, but I'll let you deadly serious. No, I'm being be deadly serious about curling. I'm being deadly. I, I want to yeah. go watch curling. But no, please, Augie. I wasn't going to spoil your fun. Please. This is my who's fun. That voice. Who's so, that? So who's that, that voice, voice, which I hope a lot of you know. I hope a lot of Let's you know. Hope. That voice. I, I would hope our audience crosses over with Mr. Kai Rizdal's audience. But um, if it doesn't, Kai hosts a afternoon market recap show on. Why don't you tell us the subtleties of which part of the oh, radio sphere your show market? watch happens on mark marketplace but you know what else uh d- yeah. down on the lower reaches of the fm dial, public radio station or you know podcasts and streaming all over the country but uh yeah so that's what i do right on in new york you're on wnyc i yes. so there was there was a time in my life where the boat i commuted on to work a wall street job dropped me into my car the minute your show started so for like six years, I listened to your show every single night driving home. So, so you may be more familiar to me than everybody else, but, no, that's but good. it's a very familiar voice. Um, and you come to us because you're a beer dude. This isn't to talk about business. This is to talk about beer, which, which truly excites me. I like when, when people out there yeah. are beer dudes. Tell us about your I, beer dudum. What, what, when did you, what was your gateway drug? You know, it's it's funny. I was thinking about uh, where I and how I got started in beer, and it, it occurred to me that my first beer ever, and I'm going to just assume my mother's not listening to this, was when I was 16. Oh, you'd be surprised. It, uh, yeah, right. Uh, I was 16, and it was a Rheingold, for those of you who who remember mm. way back in the New York City suburbs, uh, Rheingold in the day. Um but look, I've just I've been a beer guy forever. I'm a, I'm a beer guy more than I'm a hard liquor guy. I'm a very specific kind of beer guy more than I'm a broad-based beer guy, but beer is my go-to and and it's um you know, it's a currency of sorts, right? If if you want to get all marketplacey about it. I like well, sooner or later well, we're going to have to get all marketplacey about it because 
the economy is what's confusing the fuck out of me right now, but I'm trying to stay on beer for a bit of it. But since I have your ear, I'm going to ask you all those questions, obviously. Yeah. But um, so so when you're out, so you're, you, you are West Coast based, right? You're not. Yeah. So you're out there. So when you're out there, what are you drinking? Are you West Coast IPA guy? Do you like our East Coast hazies? Do you care for uh, little red Irish pub ales, uh, dry Irish reds and uh, pub cans? I, I haven't had a, a pub ale since McSorley's way the hell down in Manhattan. And how good is McSorley's? Ago. Oh my God. Right. Um, but that was, that was, that See, was a very long. Augie, it's ago. a, rep- it's a reporter thing. You wouldn't understand. I, I guess I yeah. wouldn't um, because that beer is fucking horrible. The place no, is great. It's terrible. Beer is it's fucking it's horrible. terrible, but come on. But I was, that's I was the like, charm of it. To, that's yeah. the charm of it. Right. Mm. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. The sawdust on the floor, the whole deal. Uh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a West, West coast IPA guy, uh, getting into, getting into hazies. Um, and you know, it's just, uh, I, the, the, the thing that happens to me now is I prefer the slightly higher ABVs just because I like to feel that taste of alcohol. And you have a couple of three mm-hmm. of those on a Friday night and it's all over. It's all oh, over. Right? I mean, I'm, I'm, that- I'm not a young guy anymore. And you put a couple of those in and I'm falling asleep in front of the TV. So, so that's a little embarrassing. I was that just thinking, if you ever got me. that Brancaccio spot, you know the the high ABVs is not where you want to be because I had the Brancaccio. I had the yeah. Brancaccio spot for four years, but I had it on the West Coast. David's on the East Coast, so he rolls out of bed at five o'clock in the morning. You do that show from the West Coast, and the Brancaccio spot is the Marketplace Morning Report, right, which goes on the air at five fifty East Coast time. But if you do that show out of L.A., which I did for four years, you're out of bed at midnight. You're out of bed at midnight. And you're working until <laughs> nine in the morning. So there, there, there was no beer. It was it was four years of no beers. I would always do that show with it with with the beer on my breath and then go to bed after. <laughs> That's right. Um, That's right. It's uh, it's it's so it's so it's sad that we couldn't get you beers because we're talking about this hazy thing and yeah. beer number one is oh god textbook hazy like I've never had. I actually did um, just for Kai because I thought he was uh, you picked it just for Kai. And yeah, it didn't killing get me. There. Killing me. All right, so so let me do the intro. We'll we'll, we'll get yeah. through this pretty quickly, Kai, because without you playing, Fair. it won't be as much fun. But that's all what right. brings us together on Steelers Beer is a candid conversation of beer, what it is, not what we thought it would be, what it's doing, not what we were told it would do, and what it tastes like, not how hard it was to get. To facilitate that, John and I drink blind out of black glasses. Typically these days, Kai would also have an, a can obfuscated by Tim Foyle with a number three written on it, but they didn't make it out there. So is what it is. I am sitting in a hotel room in Vermont drinking out of a paper cup so I can see that it's hazy. Like I'm looking directly into a hazy cup. So I will take myself out of that. But all I'm going to say is it's <clears throat> it's clearly it's clearly Citra, no bitter, nice warm alcohol, super pretty, little tiny bit of sugary sweetness, little tiny bit of scallion. And it's it's it feels to me like the definitive. Hmm. I don't know what's what's what's, yeah, this, what's this, Trillium's Fort Point is that their oh, IPA? Yeah. Yeah. So it it tastes like that kind of beer. Yeah, this is one of those New England style IPAs that people will stand in line for and then give it five caps uh, just based on the label art and and move on. Um, it's it's fine. Like it's oh, I like it, dude. You, you, are you getting that like? That cotton candy orangey. There's there's a nice little there's a nice little vanilla. Do you think there's lactose in it? No, right? I would no, it doesn't have that mouthfeel that I usually get with uh with the lactose. 
Mm. Anyway, you guys, so this moving is, on. This is, it, sorry, wait. It's really interesting to hear this without being able to see the beer or taste the beer and hear <laughs> you guys describe this because you're really, and look, I'm, I've been listening to this pod for a while. You're really detailed and I knew that, but I don't, I don't think about beer that much when I drink. You guys like really like cerebralize this. It's, uh, I think John and I might do it too far um yeah, maybe. It, it's, 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 it's this is a shtick we've now been doing for six years guys so it's funny is, this used to go on much longer like we now <laughs> like a beer that a beer that is this typical of style at this point we can do in 20 words or less but when we when these beers were coming on the market and we were still kind of torn if if they were just mm-hmm. too easy to love and there was no real dynamicism to them we would talk about a beer like this for 25 minutes. Wow. <laughs> the, the other part of it too is it, this is the, the crux of the show um, that and, and eye rolls and heavy size at Augie, but it's <laughs> mostly um, so like um, when I'm drinking at home, like when I was having beers last night, I'm not doing this. I'm not walking around the house and saying, oh, to my right, wife, you know, like, so I'm, you know, right. I'm getting notes of, of orange and right. vanilla. You know, I'm just cracking open a beer and watching, uh, you know, watching curling on, on USA network. Right. You know what's funny though, guys. You, you were talking about the the warmth and the 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 added bit of what a good you know a, a well placed but high alcohol thing will do. Yeah. I am on a ski trip with two other dads, and we each have a son with us. And we did this trip last weekend as well. And last weekend, I brought a whole bunch of my beers to talk to them about, and one of those beers came out. This week is a double version of itself. So the, mm-hmm. the base is five and this one's eight and a half. And the same three guys who sat around last Friday drinking four or five beers each once we checked in the hotel room and went to bed, sat around this week drinking four or five beers each around, you know, going to bed. And just the, <laughs> yeah. the party was just, it was, you know, like it was the same exact hotel room party with three old man dads drinking, but the beer was eight and a half percent instead of five percent. And the music right. got a little louder and the morning came a little quicker. And right. I was like, we were having such a good time last night with these eight and a half. Anyway, um, this, so the this next has part some booze Justin, in it, right? I'm, I'm peeling my foil. Justin, tell us okay. what we're drinking. This is from Other Half Brewing in Brooklyn. This is Citra and Strata, um, double dry hub, double IPA. Uh, Imperial IPA, I'm sorry. Uh, it's eight and a half percent alcohol. There you go. Uh, I wanted to send Kai something that was very, uh, you know, textbook New England IPA. And I think other half in my neighborhood in Brooklyn, they, they do it the best. So, God, it's so a fucking this. good beer. So, yeah, this I'm, was I'm canned January. 3rd. Well, you'll get it, right? It's in the yeah. mail. Uh, yeah, I will. It, it will show up. It, and I will, yeah. I, will, I will send Justin a note with my thanks and my notes on, on the beer. But yeah. Great. That's awesome. Do, do right, it blind so just to just to stay true to it. Yeah, just to stay true to it. See if you can find that that strawberry cotton candy flavor. Oh, it, was, it, was, it was it was the it was the it was the scallion that got me. I'm like, seriously? Yeah. Scallion? Oh well, yeah, that's what's funny is that usually presents in other half beers. Had I been paying attention to it, I'd have been like, it's another half. They have this oh, little wow. scallion-y oniony note to the way they dry hop that I I, I love, but it's 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 kind of ever present with them for me. Um, and what's funny is it's not a hop. Like a lot of people are like, oh, that's, you know, blah, blah, yeah. blah, hop. And, and I've, I'm friendly with these guys. I've had a lot of their beers. I get it no matter what hop they use. So it's something in the way they dry hop that just so, makes it so, 
Well, wait, Augie, let me ask you this though, right? And I don't want to turn the tables on the whole interview thing here, but, but <laughs> you run you you run a brewery, right? And you've made it a business and and all of that. The question is, before you decided to do beer as 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 a profession, would you go out and like taste beers and, and think it through like this? Or were you just like yes. taste beers? You did all right. No, no, I it's all the so so I'm I was that way. insufferable guy. Yeah. <laughs> I just yeah, it's funny. So I, did you see that New Yorker cartoon I saw you doing? Yes. <laughs> the new yorker cartoon where it's two people in a wine shop and saying i'd really like to get into wine but i'm already insufferable enough as it is yes right yeah. <laughs> that, that's so kai i'm that guy like yeah. i am that guy with food with wine with beer and, oh, wow. and it's not it was never a thing but so beer for me i think it's probably somewhere around trogues nugget nectar and dogfish 60 becoming readily available in my world where it went from, oh, that's neat. And most of the beer thinking I was doing back then was was like saisons and Belgians and more yeast profile. Yeah. And what does this add? And where does this play on the table? And where's, you know, where's this fun for food pairing and stuff? And then kind of those late edition hop beers of the late 90s aughts yeah. show up. And all of a sudden, everything's an aroma. And it's it's that magic of how how and why does this smell like grapefruit and pot and, you know, all those things. And it just, it really got in my head. And, and beer shot up the list. Like, you know, it, it was always that way with wine and food. But all of a sudden, beer was the thing I was most excited to, uh, you know, to get involved in. That's cool. That's very cool. Uh, thanks. Um, but so anyway, let's actually talk about the economy a moment for sure. how long, you know, how often do we get you? Um, and, and I guess the reason I'm most excited to do this, I think one of your fortes is always kind of flanking an economic issue, right? Mm -hmm. You're not just reporting, well, you know, because having been in that business for years, they'll be like, oh, what happened? Well, this happened. And I think you're always good at coming at it from another side of here's why it's important this happened and here's how this could have happened kind of thing. My dilemma as a beer purveyor, seller, whatever, here in the greater New Jersey metro area mm -hmm. is this COVID shortfall inflation. And I see it basically that the food checks in restaurants manage to inflate much faster than the pint of beer check in restaurants. And on a typical night out, if I'm eating you at the bar for dinner forever say we did this every tuesday it was 40 bucks got you a burger two beers and a nice dip and we both went home right mm -hmm. and that 40 bucks now gets you one burger one beer a nice dip and you go home because the burger is now 21 instead of 14 and the beer might be eight from seven but it's not 12 what is this is that is that an economy-wide thing is that what's going on with this type of inflation and you know where does it settle because things never deflate right so what happens now? Right. Well, let's let's take that last point first, right? Things don't deflate. And for all that Jay Powell, the chairman of the Fed, was saying early in this thing, it's going to be transitory. What it turns out that he really meant was not that the prices are going to go back down because they don't, especially in the really sticky areas like rent, right, which a lot of people are experiencing. He meant that the rate of inflation, which is now at 7% annually, is going to decrease to something more regular like 2%. So that's all well and good. I think the thing about inflation in this economy is that number one, right now, it's mostly goods-based, right? All those ships, mm -hmm. the container ships out by the Port of Los Angeles, they're full of goods that we want because we spent a year and a half doing nothing and we just bought goods, goods, goods. I think the challenge now, and this is where you're going to see your beer going from seven to eight, maybe seven to nine, seven to 10, is that it's the service economy 
once we all figure out how to live with Omicron, the service economy inflation is really going to hit. And I think that's the thing that's going to affect, I mean, honestly, your business, you know? Yeah. No, it's uh, like I said, it's already happening to me, but I think it's because, and it's, what, what are the, you know, there's leading and lagging indicators and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Like at the, at the taps, at the bar, you just can't move a keg of beer as quickly as you can move right. a beef delivery. You know what I mean? And, and there's all kinds of regulations. Like I have to register my prices monthly. So even if I wanted to change my price every Do month. Do you? That's yeah, crazy. You got to tell, tell the did they state. Get, did they get well, locked in at that Yep. Do you, did they get locked in when you quote them? Yep. When you, you have to tell the state every month what you're going to be selling and what you're going to be selling it for at what level. And it has to be available to all people that can buy it at that wow. price. Wow. Huh. That's crazy. I mean, look, it's it's good for you that, that month to month inflation is kind of slowing down, right? But right. July to say July to say October or November of last year, the month to month inflation rate was really high. Yeah, I mean, it's slowing now, but wow, that that sucks. Yep, and and trust me, you should. And the worst part is, so I can't believe I'm just making it a bitching about money show with you. I'm sorry. <laughs> my fault. Look, it's my fault. You invited the wrong guest. That's all right. I know. Well, no, I'm delighted to have you. We will get back to beer, but um. But the weirdest part about it was there was also, you know, so, and I think it was nationwide, but at least, you know, my, my scope is very limited to New Jersey. Yeah. But when they shut all the restaurants down for some amount of time, you couldn't be like, oh, and by the way, a keg of beer is now $30 more than it was yeah. to guys who were just trying to sell. You know, you were, we were buying back beer that got locked in cellars for three or four weeks, let alone raising the price of it. You know right. what I mean? It was right. It was crazy time. I still can't then, figure out how we figure it out. Well, and and then what happened to you with just retail sales? I mean, I, I should know, but I don't. Is Carton available retail in in New Jersey? We are, we are. Okay. And um, so what I'll tell you this is, and I th I think it's a bad thing. Here's here's where we can turn it back into beer and market. Okay. Do you remember uh -huh. what happened to Sam Adams stock? Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, April, June, July, when they when yeah. they announced that they were completely wrong. So yep. that I was think Q2. It was this weird yeah. thing where in March, April 2020, everybody saw the lockdown as like a snow day. And everybody went out right. and bought all the beer, all the bread, all the French toast fixings, went into their house <laughs> and had the craziest party ever. Right. And then got real sick of that in about four or five weeks. Then that next April, like, so, so we all had ridiculously high sales, April, 2020, or at least everybody I know mm, did right. just for that one month, guys who used, usually come in and buy a case came in and bought three. I mean, so that was fine. And it got you through summer, it tailed off pretty quickly, but it got you through that summer and things weren't as scary, even though you couldn't figure out if you were ever going to be able to sell a keg of beer to a restaurant again. Mm -hmm. But then that next April was when everybody was getting their shots. Things were starting to reopen and everybody's right. like, it's going to be the roaring 20s. If we sold, you know, if we sold 200 cases of beer April 2020, we're going to sell 600 April 2021. Not and so. everybody in reality was so fucking sick of sitting in their house. And those four cans of beer they didn't drink from April 2020, they'd been looking at for 11 months. <laughs> and they're like, you know, and nobody yeah. went out and did that. And I think. You know, those of us who planned for it to happen, like Sam Adams and their forecasts, got waffled by it. Mm. I think people my size can't plan for, you know, we can't be like, oh, we'll definitely have no. sales in April. But, so you know, what's so the that, question in this? 
we were just talking about he asked me a question i asked him a question yeah but then yeah. you said you were going to was bring it back to beer well that's with, what i did oh, with well, sam adams okay. stock yeah. all right it's all beer and Come on, John Hall. Right. Pay attention. Try to keep up, don't, John. Don't, I, was, don't not, I was a crime reporter. Okay, I covered crime and politics. This business, I, I, I sweated when I got calls from the Justin. Business. I win. It was before mm. beer too. I didn't say John, anything. Now just say New York. Just say New York Times. No. Just say New York Times, John. Just say New York Times, and Justin owes me five hundred dollars. You know, I worked anyway. for other papers too. Yeah, but the only one we ever hear. Come on. All right, so I'll tell you all about my time at the Indie Star, man. I will tell you all about my seven months at the Indie Star. Anytime (laughs) you want to know about it. Anyway, speaking of beer. um, Yes. So, Kai, the sad part is, so we do these shows two in a day. Yeah. And I don't know why you got beers three and four, which should be for our second show. But Justin does have a trend of waffling us with beer four. So when you you get beer four... What I can tell you is we are drinking a a nice, warm, thick barley wine, um, American barley wine, right, John? Uh, yeah. A lot of hops. So I, all was getting, I was getting hung up on three things. Um, the booze. Resin- God, yeah, well, piney resinous hops, um, <laughs> sort of a raisiny uh figgy kind of dark malt thing and then yeah just smack a booze uh yeah. at the beginning middle and end so yeah barley wine american barley wine makes american sense. barley wine yeah american barley wine. so hey, justin so when, I, when i get I these they're gonna be they're cheeks. gonna be covered up right justin these guys are gonna be covered yeah. up i'm not they're gonna just in okay, aluminum all right and this one has some blue spackle tape to obscure the cap which means oh. it's a producer big enough to have a branded cap. Well, now that I'm, yeah, and I'm, now that I'm looking at the shape of the bottle, yeah, it's, uh, we know what it is, it's, right? Yeah, it's it's the minute, Bigfoot, the right? minute you said piney hops, I figured out what it was. Well, you guys, okay. you guys, yeah. is this Bigfoot? This is it's Bigfoot, Bigfoot 2022. Right? Yeah, Sierra Nevada Bigfoot barley. So this wine, is new Bigfoot. Oh, so we, so yeah, we gotta we gotta lay it down. Justin, yeah, did you get others to lay down to get it for us next year? But this is why the hops are so forward, right? Like, there's a exactly. lot of hops in this beer. Yeah, it's yeah. a hoppy beer. For What's, sure. I, I missed it. Why, why is it that the hops are so forward? Because it's Sierra Nevada or what? Yeah, it's 2022 Bigfoot. Usually, Bigfoot's a, a beer for aging. And more often uh, than not, when, when I have a Bigfoot, it's already a year too old. Huh. This is just released Bigfoot. So, who is it? I wanted to ask Kai a question because Augie okay, brought up ahead. something that. Uh, uh, that I was curious about. So when you're out at a party back when parties existed yeah. or, you know, when you're talking to your neighbors or you're talking to, you know, folks like us, invariably because of what you cover must come up more often than not. All right. Like people want to ask you about the economy. They want to ask you about the fed chair. They want to ask All you about just because you're the guy who's in there. Yep. I'm sure that you enjoy talking about it. You know, you get, you know, it, it keeps uh, food on the table for the four kids, but <laughs> what, what do you want to talk about? Like what? It- uh, yeah, that's such a good question. So, so look <laughs> b- back in the back in the day when I used to get the uh, the hard copy Sunday New York Times, right? I'd go out to the driveway, bring it back in, and, just, and pour just myself another for, cup. For the of record, he said it first. <laughs> and I'm and I'm not paying anybody no five hundred dollars. I can't I can't, um, I can't believe Cass won the bet. I can't believe Cass won the bet. <laughs> um. But anyway, so so I would get the paper, right? Uh, Sunday Times, 
uh, and I would read the front page. I would read the sports pages. Uh, I would read the wedding pages. Don't at me. I just did. Um, <laughs> and then like, like after I'd been through the whole paper, I would turn to the business section. So business is not my first love. I'm a history and political science guy from way back. Um, so that's, that's what I groove on, right? Political science, national security. That's where my master's is. So it's, uh, it's definitely not business in the economy, but you do this for 20 years and you sort of internalize it all. Okay. You can talk to talk while you walk. Are the, the times I, wedding I, announcements and the people <laughs> who have had times wedding announcements, just the absolute worst. Go fuck They're yourself. Crazy. They're you crazy. Are the oh, no, Augie, did you really? Oh, of course. God, I'm sorry. Of course. I, I I, look at that. I set you up and I didn't even know. Of course I did. <laughs> and the worst part is that, mean John, that means John Googles me because oh, it's yeah. still on the first Google of me page. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, it's the only time I ever see it is when somebody's like, hey, you were at the Times? I'm like, there's that, there's oh, that one. God. And then there's some French champagne magazine that calls you a bon vivant. Which, I am you know, a I know, yeah. It's not a champagne magazine, John Hall. It's Le what Figaro. Is it? It's Le Figaro. <laughs> Le Figaro. Oh, yeah. So it's a real newspaper. Yeah, I was I was written up as a very important champagne collector in America back when they were trying to establish the idea of um, grower champagnes in France. They were like, there's these people in America who just buy grower champagnes and somehow i got featured in an article it was super uh, cool blah 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 and it's on google so <laughs> um, you, can, you can find it as long as you can use google plus translate so oh kyle God. is what what you know the worst though, is part that you want people just to so talk you, to you about so you know, wedding based announcements. on their success wait john hold on i'm gonna yeah, hold on. one more there's, there's a ripost coming here we go the uh the the worst part about that article is it moved the champagne out of my price range <laughs> Like I'm no oh, longer God. a collector of those champagnes because of that fucking article. <laughs> Goddamn media. Media. Damn That's it. Anyway, so, so Kai, when you show up to a party where you want to talk about poli sci and people make you talk about uh fed chairman here yeah. and there, what beer is in your hand? What, what's you co you come over to the Augie Carton, John Hall cocktail hour. What, what six packs in your hand? Oh man. So I'm, uh, I'm having something good from uh, a couple of West coast breweries, some local, some not, uh, Beachwood brewing down in, um, uh, uh, South of Los Angeles. They're mm -hmm. fabulous. Three weavers in Inglewood run by a woman, which is great. Yeah, Lynn Uh, up in, uh, the Bay area armistice brewing. Although I haven't been able to get any of those by mail lately, just cause I've been slow off the jump. Um, but there's, I mean, you guys know this, there's all kinds of good beers around here. It's crazy. Oh yeah. Yeah, you just oh, named yeah. two great. Yeah, I don't know Armistice, uh, but the, they're really good. they're reasonably new, run by a brother and sister up there. Okay, uh, yeah, it's really good. They're yeah, in, it's um, uh, Three Weavers was part of that Oscar Blues thing, Augie, and then yes, they actually yes, bought they were. themselves yeah. they bought themselves yep. back before oh, the they were out. I forgot about that. That's yeah, it. yeah, they and they I, got I used before. to do um, Golden Road as well here in LA, but I kind of yeah, yeah, I moved off from that. I don't know why. Yeah, we 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 don't have to dwell on that. Maybe What's yeah, Golden Road? That's uh, yeah. that's that's Meg Gill. She was on the show once. Yeah, them on the show. Yeah. she she hates me, right? Oh yeah, she, she, she doesn't like me you. at all. No, no, oh, she wow. really doesn't. Do not no. do not say so, Kai. In your, in your illustrious <laughs> interviewing career, do not say to somebody, even in complete jest, that they got in a bed with the devil when they sold out to AB. Oh yeah, that, no. So what's all right? So what's funny about Golden Road is I went to see them and did the whole tour thing with Meg and her co-founder who runs mohawk band here in la whose name i can't remember uh, right tony now. yeah Tony's, yeah tony darts away um what's tony the, tony somebody anyway yeah uh did it did, a, did a it really yeah. yeah so went through the brewery had a conversation with them about starting up a microbrewery and this and that and they were doing really well and then they sold out 
And I was like, why, what are you doing? And, and it occurred to me that, that maybe that's not the right way to think about it because, you know, you see small brewers and they grow and they work and they sell out and they get their windfall. And somehow craft beer fans of that brewery or, or, or another are like crestfallen because you, they think that you've sold out to the man, but you see that happen in like tech startups and you're like, yes, they got their exit. Their founders <laughs> did it, you know? And so there's something skewed, which I think is all about the emotional attachment to the beer. But, but anyway, yeah. So I had Miguel on it and, uh, and Tony, it, it's gotta be like eight or 10 years ago now. Wow. In the public media space, there aren't a lot of shows that actually pay attention to beer in the way that your show does. And mm-hmm. I, I imagine part of that is because you're, a beer fan. Yeah, it's all me. Uh, one, it, it's an economic story, but I mean, you've also, you know, there's people who work for the show who are into beer as well. Like mm-hmm. I've, I've known some of your producers over the years as friends yep. and colleagues, and you know, we all go out drinking a lot. Um, when you're out though at that party that Augie says, because you have that public radio moniker next to you, and because beer, in the larger sense, is sometimes seen as lesser than, you know, two wine or two spirits. Are, are people weirded out if you're drinking a beer? Do they think that you should be drinking some sort of fancy martini or champagne or nah, some sort of? I don't, I, I don't think so. I mean, anybody who knows me or listens to me knows that I'm a beer guy. So I don't think anybody's surprised when I show up with beer in my hand, you know? What makes a good beer story that gets onto your airwaves? Uh, honestly, it's, it's, uh, what is it? It's about the founders. It's about the founders. Truly. Right. I mean, look, I have to like the beer. If I don't like the beer, this is a terrible thing to admit, and maybe I shouldn't. But if I don't like the beer, I'm not going to do. The, I'm not going to do the story. If you're if you're making a beer that I don't dig, why am I going to talk to you? But um, but it's about right. the founders, right? Because not to get too grand about this, but beer is like at the root of everything. You go, I mean, you guys know this, right? You go back in in history, and beer was there, and it's here now, and it's a through line, um, and it is now a gajillion dollar industry, uh, which which matters macroeconomically. Um, and if I can find a founder um, who has a good story and is fighting the fight, that's, that's the coverage I'm going to do. Interesting. I like it. Well, these days I bet that that's gotta be. So, so you've been doing this. I think you started in 05. I started on the afternoon. I, I started on marketplace in 05. I've been at, I've been at marketplace. I did the, the morning show for four years. So I started in 2001. It's been 20 years. Okay. So, so 20 years, but 20. So, so what, let's see. When I started in 11, there were 1300 breweries mm-hmm. in America. And that was considered a, big significant improvement no no that was considered remember john that, that there was some phase in the i want to say late 70s early 80s where we were down to legitimately like a handful 40 breweries like and then there's the other shakeout in like the mid 90s but yeah right but what i'm saying is there, there was a really low number at some point like 60 so 1300 was like oh my god we're back we've got almost as many breweries as we did before prohibition and mm-hmm. now we all know it's happened. It's not new news, but in in the ten years I've been doing Carton, we went from that thirteen hundred ish number to a nine thousand ish number. So, at watching that happen economically, and especially this kind of super small, not macro model, where everybody's basically just a pub with um with hopefully good beer. At, do you find it much easier to find? 
more people to have that discussion with or yeah, are there it, so no, many I, that it that it confuses it well you, you have to you have to be more discerning right so i guess to some degree it, it does confuse it but but the 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 landscape of breweries and brewers about whom to tell stories is is really big um and and i don't worry about that i i try really hard on marketplace not to make it a i mean look i'm the host of the show and i'm the voice of the show and all that blah 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 but i try really hard not to make it about me so we only get to do some of the really fun stuff that i want to do and producers actually get to decide what goes on the broadcast most of the time but but that's 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 right but um that's me that's right but but look there there's no dearth of beer stories out there just especially now now look sorry let me flip this on its head again are are you happy and content at carton doing what you're doing and and do you worry that those nine thousand competitors out there are going to make it harder for you to grow so growth do you want to grow yeah growth growth isn't where i want to need to be so going back to the weird new jersey rules like the fact that monthly i have to register my prices when we actually started kai there was no small business model you weren't allowed to sell your own beer in brewery you could only sell the equivalent of two six packs of beer per person associated with a tour so the only way to build a brewery when we started was on a distribution model to bars and restaurants. And because of the cost of that scale, there's some size where there's kind of a sweet spot for it. Um, So it's a lot bigger than a lot of people think breweries are. Like for Carton to work, it needs to be somewhere north of 5,000 barrels a year up to about 25,000 barrels a year. That's, That's where the the situation we opened in had to be that kind of situation. So that's Mm -hmm. where we are targeted always, but beyond trying to get to that level and staying there, it's uh, I've never seen it like that. Like I don't, I know, I know it's bad business that, you know, it's, it's a scalable thing and you're supposed to make as much beer as possible as quickly as possible. But for me, it was, if there was going to be another carton, it would just be another one of these somewhere else somewhere around that 20 25,000 production model that's that's where, where i see the growth where are you now production we are so you know how jersey the shore starts about a third of the way down yeah yeah, the yeah. State. I, grew, I grew up in new york i grew up in westchester all right so sandy hook you know sandy hook yeah of course we're the sandy. town sandy hook protects it's called atlantic islands Yep. Um, we are, we are, so it goes Sandy, it goes Ocean, Sandy Hook Bay, Atlantic Islands. We're mm-hmm. there. Okay. So we're the northernmost end of the shore, but not on the ocean. Um, we're right there. We're right in the middle. And like I said, so, so we, we've been floating probably around 5,000 barrels a year, paying everybody a good salary. Everybody's got healthcare. Everybody's got 401k. We're all happy. I think, you know, to, to pay people, properly we need to get up to about ten thousand barrels and that's kind of all carton wants to be hmm. um right. and and you know if, if it can employ 25 30 people with a good living having fun and we still get like i do the dumbest things though i'm a bad person <laughs> questions. like i put out i put out a can conditioned dry irish bread last wednesday that is such a stupid business move it made john hall text me 
I was so excited. I was so excited to see that beer. I haven't been that excited since you put out a three and a half percent cream ale over the summer. Okay. You know, I really only do the most popular styles that really bang for the buck with the millennial. Jesus, right? Well, you're um, paying for all that warehouse space. You should probably have something to store in it. That's right. That's right. But yeah, so so for us, you know, it's just it's just about. You know, I think a lot of people say they, they make the beer they want to make. We still get to do that as long as we don't push too hard right. to get too much attention too fast. Right. You know, because you get locked in. You don't get to make. So in the last two weeks, I've done a rose petal and pink peppercorn mixed ferment saison, a dry Irish red, and a ridiculous eight and a half percent hazy just like this. So we does, get to make Does your brewmaster just come to you and say, what the hell are you doing, man? Leave me alone. Let me just yeah, my all the time. All the time. Yeah. But like all good brewmasters, he only wants to make Pilsner, <laughs> right? Yeah. He, he only wants to make Pilsner. When I come up with anything, even if it's like a hell's lager, he's like, fuck no, dude, Pilsner. So hmm. he and I go, he and I go back and forth about that, but it's, it's another, it's, so this is my fifth head brewer and it's without a doubt my favorite second you know, he's the next best brewer to the guy I started the company with because, because he doesn't want to do it. He does it perfectly. You know what I mean? Because, mm -hmm. because it's not a pills. And I'm like, here's what we just made it. We got one coming out. I was like, Oh my God, John, please yeah. mute, mute your mic. As I say this out loud to Kai, um, we did a, I have a series of beers, which are pastry cream ales instead of pastry stouts it's kind of a look at the other side of the pastry menu instead of oh. making everything taste like chocolate because everybody likes chocolate it's too easy so we do the yellow desserts we just did a boston cream pie cream ale oh, with jesus vitamin c Thank you. Uh, <laughs> wait wait i didn't even with have to mute c. i didn't even, I wait didn't with vitamin c in boston and vitamin wait till you hear how we bodied wait till you hear how we bodied it up Instead of powdered milk, I found powdered cream cheese. Oh my god! <laughs> I, I just, I, I just. What is your business, pal? I guess. I mean, right? so no, it's seven, just fun. And here's and the with thing: it. people will show up on the day that he announces this and does a little internet video for it. People will show up within hours of his video dropping because they're excited about powdered cream cheese. Jesus Christ! Wow. You gotta All have right. fun, dude. You gotta have fun. You gotta have fun. Fair enough. The world does not hurt with a hundred cases of Boston cream cream ale. Fair enough. Um, when does it come out? Uh, too soon. I think next. I think next Wednesday. All right. <laughs> I might actually. I right might, over. Yeah, too, too soon. <laughs> I might actually have to to grab a four pack of that when I'm down this week. There's actually. You should come by. Because I'm holding beers for you. Have you gotten the smoked beer yet? Have you gotten the no. raspberry yet? All right. There, it's all there for you. All right. Well, anyway, I got to pick up beer to you, go You didn't to want to hear the two of us do a production meeting. Here, all right, John, so here, John, it's all right. It's all good. So the bad part about being friends with John Hall, Kai, is John Hall has a tenacious ability to start these conversations on Facebook, like this week in Roush beer and West Coast IPA is dead and barley wine is life and all these things John brings to my attention and get the media because John's a media guy. He'll be like, there's been a yeah. huge uptick in smoked beers because <laughs> there's been five, six packs sold this year instead of four. Mm -hmm. Right. And as you know, Kai, that's that's a 20 percent percentage increase. Man. <laughs> yeah, percentage I'm, moving, increase. I'm moving the market. I'm moving the needle. That's right. That's um, right. So, so 
So I make these beers for him, and then he never comes and picks them up. That's true. <laughs> I had no idea that you made a rock beer, so that's exciting. Um, the so here's the thing, Augie. You know, you know about me, right? Um, uh, I read the trades. I read Variety. <laughs> I read the Hollywood Reporter. I, I read Craigslist. And uh, after uh, Kai reached out uh, to to be on the show, the the Google bots did their thing, and I got a news alert from Deadline saying that he had signed with a very important uh, Hollywood oh, yeah. agency. Wait, is uh, this right, Kai? Yeah, yeah, yeah this, true. This, yeah. this is one hundred percent true. Uh, saying that he was going to focus on uh, 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 maybe publishing, uh, maybe some broadcast news and and some podcasts. And so I just I wanted to congratulate you, Kai, because uh, coming on the show was clearly <laughs> the smartest move that the new representation could have. That's right. That's right. Um, That's right. Well, but, you know, it's so, all so it's can, all very you strategic, have, you guys. But can you do me a favor, Kai? Can you have this useless agent? All agents are useless. Can you have this useless agent? Um, get you like in the next toy story or something i feel like your voice would be a lot of fun I, i'm working on it pal. i'm taking i'm taking, yeah, I'm taking voiceover meetings that would be a good thing like that would be a fun what, thing if we what were toy would to... you want to be yeah in what a toy, toy story would you movie? oh man what a good question but they're all taken right and they're all so iconic are you kidding me that's so know. hard i don't know it's a what about all right so what about like the Lego movie, you would be a good voice in the Lego movie. We could, what yeah, Lego but those are just like generic, right? No, they're not, dude. Have you not seen the Lego I, movie? Well, I mean, Will Arnett, right? That's like name one other person aside from Batman that's in the Lego movie that's like worth worth it. They're all, yeah, dude. Are you kidding? The the Unikitty and all those, they're all great. Anyway, that's uh, I'm I'm at, I'm at a loss, fellas. You have, you have me at a disadvantage on the Lego. Movie. Who, who would you be I, I, in the well, Toy Story movie? I was trying movie, to save you from Toy Story. No, <laughs> Pixar's where the money is at. I mean, you know, oh, no joke. we don't talk about Bruno. Um, oh, dude, please. I know. Talk. No, nope. no, it's, no, it's no, now. It's no, now. It's no. in everybody's head again. Yep. You're welcome. Yep. The kiddo was watching it. How, again old, this how old are your How old are your kids, Kai? Uh, they actually watched Encanto, and and well, the two younger ones, I think, 14 year old and the 17 year old, they hated it. So you know. Aww. Yeah, so maybe, maybe the twenty year old thirteen, and it's big in my house. Wow, it, it worked with fourteen and thir- with fifteen and thirteen. It worked with. Yeah. Um, anyway, hey Kennedy. Hey, yeah. Hey, what's up? Can you produce a letter? Sure, it's a short one. Okay, okay. and it's also a challenge to all of us here. <clears throat> Kai goes uh, first. Welcome to the challenge round. It's not <laughs> something we can. It's not something we can do right now, but we could do this and post the scores at some point. All right, Jason S. says, Kennedy, my man, I would like to challenge everyone on the show to take the certified beer server exam and see who gets the highest score. This is the Cicerone. Uh, say it right. Say Chichiro, it right. Chicharone. Chicharone. Uh, certified beer server uh, exam, which you can do online, I think, for free. Um, okay. So that could no, be a fun thing we could to, do. You used to have to pay for it. I'm not sure. Not the first one. The, the no, first, the first step one. Was always no, that's, free, John. no, that's no, that's how Ray Daniels was making his money back in the yeah. day. It was like a hundred bucks a piece to take it. Oh, wow. And I actually took it one night uh, back when I was uh, at All About. Um, I took it one night, like fairly well drunk and got like an 85 and sent Ray Daniels a text message being like, ha ha, old man. Like I bested your bested your, it might've been a 90. I forget what it was at this point, but it was like an 85 or 90. And what's that? Is that a good score? Yeah. I mean, I I got a hundred plus. Yeah. It's 
to passing score. And I, I, I had three screens in front of me, but only one laptop. So like, you know, it was, <laughs> it was not necessarily in the right frame of mind. And, let and, that sink in from me. and Ray <laughs> texted me back where it's like, good for you. I have your hundred bucks. Wow. Yeah. yeah. He owned you, son. He owned you, son. He owned you. Um, he did. Kai, you got to do me a favor. When these beers get to you, yeah. drink them together. All right. Like on the they, air. They are better than the sum of their parts next to each other. They're both exceptional beers. I, I really think this Citrus Strata is about as good as a, a hazy can be. And right. Bigfoot's one of the greats. But the what the pine of Bigfoot is pushing out of the Citrus Strata when you switch between the two of them is, is really cool. Like it, it's a funny you know opposites better than they were so before. so wait yeah. wait wait hang on you're sitting there sipping from both beers like like alternately yeah. yep wow yeah <laughs> all right <laughs> we gave them both their time and respect for the tasting and now it's just finish up the, the now it's, it's so free for all time i, yeah. I don't so know that i would have thought to do I, that, I, but all right. I swear to you there's something to this because what kennedy does there's typically a flow to this he usually starts us off with a classic kind of respectable uh pilsner you know lager type beer and then he goes into something interesting in a a color you know like an esb or a smoke beer or something interesting and then he usually does a hazy and they knock you out so mm-hmm. three of four are always this style of beer double ipa and then a a a barley wine or a quad or something but how he made you the first show with the two knockout beers i think is something we're gonna have to dig into because this is, I'm going to go into this next show pretty warm. <laughs> <laughs> in, in a way, I'm a little bummed I got the first show up today. I don't even yeah, know. It's, uh, yeah, you're getting you're getting the happy music as opposed to stormy that's, weather at this point. That's, that's, yeah, that's, see what I did okay, there? I you, see, you see what I, I did do. there? That was very good. That was a deep cut. Really well yeah. done, John. Thank you. Yeah. And the best part is you did it so I understood it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Slow and deliberate. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, Kai, thanks for making time for us. Thanks for coming on. I love this. So you must come east. There is a version of the show where we sit together with black glasses and you pick the beers. I so would if you ever end up in a, east in a and you want to do this again, reach out and we will actually get in your company. The COVID phone inversion does have its huge benefits because we weren't talking to guys like you in LA every Tuesday yeah. in New York. Yeah. Um, I would so I would thanks, do it in a heartbeat. Man. Thanks for the invite. Right. I really appreciate Thank it. You. Really appreciate it. Thanks for coming on. It was a good time. Um, hey, Cass. So is Cass here? Can Cass do it or does Hall have to be Cass? No, I'm fucking here. I heard yeah, that poor that that interpretation the, of my voice them, in the last two them, episodes. Dollars, Cass. Oh, uh, yes. Thanks for the interpretation. I'm Christian Slater. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, Patreons, thank you for donating all those dollars and cents. It does go a long way to get us uh, our guest beers that don't show up. You know, thank you. We, we, we can't do it without you. You keep the show going. Write us letters at stealthisbeerpodcast at gmail.com. See what we're drinking on Untapped at Steal This Beer. And follow us on all socials, Twitter, Gram, Facebook, at Steal This Beer. Get at us. Well, well, Thanks, well done. Kai, thank you so much. Thanks, Kai. Uh, Had a blast, you guys. Really appreciate it. Get at us, y'all. All right. Take it easy. Have a great day. Cheers. Bye-bye. Now.